Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Patrice O'Neill talk about men wanting to prove themselves. Let's get into it. She's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. All right, I knew this was going to happen. All right. Jeff made a real valid point before. Okay. Uh, the uh, man should not need validation. True. We went through the whole validation. Now, Je ask it, Jeff to expand on it that. It has to come from within. If you True. need someone to make you happy, you're going to be hurt when it's gone. Absolutely. It, but it was, the word wasn't validation. It was something else, Jeff. Outside validation. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter how many people tell you you're amazing, you're wonderful, whatever. It has to come from inside. True. My personal experience was I was a very severe stutterer. I don't know if I ever told you that. I was a very severe stutterer until I was in my second year of college. Get out of here. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah. even say my name. And it's kind of a long story, but what happened was, like, I ran for president of my college because I figured... Confidence I, cured it a little? Well, no, it didn't cure me, but it taught me a lesson. I thought if I could win the election, I wouldn't have to stutter anymore because it would show me that people like me because you can't win an election. So the stuttering was you. some mental shit. Stuttering is totally always mental, mental right? Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. And, and, and it's funny because now I work with people and I teach stutterers that they don't have to stutter. That's just the side thing that I... And Enjoy doing because it's important to give well, back. There's a motherfucker they, named Big A on. Uh, but yeah, you need to, to help to that nigga. Go ahead, but, but go no, ahead. But but what's interesting is that it taught me a lesson that outside. I won the election. I'm president of the school, and of course, I still stuttered because it had to do with how I felt now, about you, myself. Do you ha is there any stuttering still alive in you, or that shit no. is just gone? But it could happen in a minute. I think of it all the time. I don't allow myself to stutter. It's and a it's, and it's, a, and it's, a, it's some self-conscious bullshit or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's just how I feel in certain situations. It could happen at any moment. But but I don't allow it to. It's the power of your mind. Right. Right? And it's a, it's a thing that I've worked out. That, as, that, as, but how know. does that apply to, let's say, guys? Because, again, we're trying to well, help. if you allow people, you know, I, I, if, if, if you're depending on women to make you feel good about yourself, it's yeah. not going to work. Your happiness has to come from you. If you're happy with yourself, then you can be happy with someone else. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. We're not out here seeking validation from women for our self-esteem. In fact, that's what women do, and that's why they're so miserable. They're miserable because they don't have a lot of them, I mean. And especially in 2023, a lot of them don't have self-esteem. They don't, like, they can't go, I'm a great person. And if nobody tells them that they're a great person, then they'll feel that they're not a great person. They can't just be like, no, I'm great, and even if you don't tell me, I don't care. I know I'm great. You see what I'm saying? That thing is lost on most women in 2023, for sure. And men, we're not out here in relationships seeking validation from girls. It's nuts, guys. Which but is I, where the but see, we go through life like a, a letter C, looking for the other C to make the whole, mm -hmm. to make a... A compliment. Which I don't is a think problem. guys do, dude. They do it without knowing. Let me That's why they're so frustrated. I think so guys go out. I think we build differently. Women build from the top down, and men build from the bottom up. That's actually exactly true, and I'm gonna talk about it. But let's do the shilling, okay? Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com/slash/theheliosblog. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M. 
Shoutouts to them. Just hit the more. It's under the video. All right. Uh, shilling is over. So again, what Patrice said is women build from the top down, men from the bottom up. The idea is this. Men start off with zero value in life. Men start off with zero. And for a man to become valuable, he must become. You have to become confident. You have to become competent. You have to become good at things. You get absolutely nothing for just existing. Women get things for just existing. Just for reaching the age of 16 or 18 or whatever, it depends on the girl. Once they reach that age, they get validation from men, they get attention from men, uh, they get everything they want, their life on a silver platter, and they have to invest that properly. For a man, if you don't work on yourself, if you don't try to become competitive and superior to other men, you get literally zero. I don't mean a little bit, you get nothing. We build from sex up and... And women build there's from. Nothing wrong with but, that. but wait a minute, women build from your who you are down to sex. Like sex is the lowest part of the relationship but, to them, and sex is on the front it's end. Only it's, it's an important part to us. But I'm saying I don't think guys look out, go out to look for validation from women. I think absolutely not. They don't. They don't. What men go and look for is bedroom fun, because that's what men want. Because again, think about biology, right? Men want to reproduce with as many girls as possible, right? So obviously, bedroom fun is important. Fast bedroom fun is important. Bedroom fun with as many girls as possible is important. The only time men compromise on this is when they, in their opinion, have found a particularly good girl and they are interested in actually taking care of offspring. But doing that is actually compromising a man's biological imperative. A man's biological imperative is polygamy. It's to have as many girls at the same time and impregnate them or, you know, spreading the seed. You know, going from girl A to B to C to D and having a kid with all of them and not taking care of any of them, right? So men are all selected that are highly successful. Women are case selected. So case selected means they raise one kid and one kid or two or three, whatever, and no more, right? Um, A man could have a thousand kids in a year if he was able to. A woman can have one. And that's the difference, right? The the strategies are different. And this is why, uh, like what Patrice says is actually very wise uh, about men building from bedroom fun up. So a man at least one with self-respect, won't even consider a girl for for relationship until they've had bedroom fun. Um, because a girl has to give something in order to get in the guy's good graces. She has to convince him to want to be in a relationship. She has to convince him to be monogamous, right? Because a man is foregoing his own bedroom fun strategy, his own life strategy to be monogamous. So he'd better receive good compensation for that or else then the monogamy doesn't continue, or at least that should be the attitude. We are attracted to women, and I think we want them on the lowest common form. It's not looking to be validated. It's looking like, I just want this woman. And then here's how we love. We want to be understood. That's our, that's what we're, and that's what I get angry at. That's what I get angry. Sex is only. Women are not looking to be understood. They don't care about that. That is false. This is just virtue signaling. The girl is saying, look at what a great person I am. I value being understood. But that's no, that's not what women are looking for. Women are looking for a superior man 
to be in a relationship with. And when I say relationship, I mean monogamous. So he doesn't he doesn't sleep with any other girl. He chooses to sleep only with her when he could sleep with a thousand girls. He chooses only her, chooses to have children with only her, chooses to take care of only her, and takes care of only her for the rest of her life. That is what women want. And he has to be a superior. He has to be the man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, and he chooses not to be with them. This is the plot of, like, every romance novel out there. The basic plot is exactly that. The man who can destroy any other man, the man who is more cocky, more badass, more strong, more successful, a prince, a king, a god, whatever, that guy chooses the average girl to marry, date, monogamously, um, or marry, uh, I already said marry, uh, have her children only and take care of only her that is their fantasy no they're not they don't care if they're understood if they get that the guy could not give a damn about her if he's fulfilling her strategy she doesn't care low like misunderstood. On, sex is only low on the woman's totem pole because our society makes them feel and that I... way no that's not true that's not true. It's because sperm is cheap and eggs are expensive. It's not a social construct. It's it's biology. Women value uh, the seed of only the best men. And when they have that best man, they're very incentivized to keep him. And so a man who's never experienced genuine love, he's going to think that girls don't care about bedroom fun. But they actually do. They care very much about it, and they care about using it as a tool to keep that guy interested. You better damn believe that they do that. Well, but they control it, but they control it more because society makes them feel it's that like way. It's like drug dealers, right? When, listen, no, no, they don't control it because society makes them do it. It's not about social contracts. It's, it's about biology. It's absolutely like illicit substance dealers. Absolutely. Yes. Women use bedroom fun to fulfill their biological imperative. And that is without a doubt. All relationships are a trade. Women trade bedroom fun for protection, provisioning, and good genes. Ideally, right? Now, if a woman can't get protection, provisioning, and good genes from the same man, what they'll do is they follow their dualistic mating strategy, which is the following. When I'm 18 to 23 in my absolute biological prime, I'm going to have a child with a superior genetics man. I will have his child. Then I will use my bedroom fun to attract a lower genetic quality man to pair up with me and... I'm going to get him to raise the superior genetic stock of the first man. That also is possible. Now, women wouldn't prefer this strategy. It's more risky for them. But they would prefer that infinitely over having a child with a weak man. The child with the top man is the priority. And if they have to sacrifice a man to do it, they will do it. Because their bedroom fund strategy is paramount. Now, for men... If men have lots of options easily coming to them, oftentimes they don't commit. But if they do choose to commit, they'll commit to the absolute best girl they can. And when I say best, I mean 18 to 23. 
She's going to be fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative, and bedroom fund loyal. She's going to have a very low end count, like zero to five, maximum five, let's say, but usually lower than five. And then he might commit. By the way, guys, statistics are in. In a marriage, the failure rate of a marriage where the girl has zero partners before that marriage, the failure rate is 10%, one in 10. Every partner she gets makes the likelihood much higher. Uh, And I believe it tops out at seven plus. So if she's had seven or more, then the the failure rate of the marriage is 60%. They did the statistics. They, They ran the study. So keep that in mind, guys. If you're thinking about marriage in the West, like there's some girls that have an end count of seven at 15 years old in 2023. By the time they get to 18 to 23 or whatever, 28 or 35, when they want to marry you, their end count is like 100. Think about what that does for the stability of a marriage. But drug dealers, drug dealers, who gets gets more respect? Drug dealers, drug dealers, or or the people who use them? The drug dealers essentially get more. Women are dealing pussy. Yeah, exactly. And men are like, please give me. And women Um, are like, get away, you fucking junkie from my pussy. That's, yeah, that's very accurate. In fact, if a girl feels that you're too desperate to get her bedroom fun, she's going to not choose you. That's one of the tells that you're a beta male, right? That's one of the tells that you're in the bottom 95% of men. If you, as a man, are too desperate, you like her attention too much from the beginning, you give her too much respect, you give her too much credit, you try to please her too much, you, um, you know, put her on a pedestal, all of that, signals to the girl that you are not a competitive man. A man who is competitive, who who other men want to be and other women want to sleep with, doesn't just give everything to the girl right away because she's a girl. A top 5% man makes her work for it, makes her earn it, makes her show her respect, makes her, sh- makes her show, makes her put the cards on the table. And if a man is unafraid of losing his access to her bedroom fun to get those behaviors, she knows that that man is superior. Because a man, only a man who is unafraid of losing access to bedroom fun would demand respect. And in an unabashed, unashamed way, only that man is attractive to a woman. Keep that in mind. Listen. Get away! You junkies, crackheads. you crackheads, you're disgusting. You just love that. That's how beta males we, we, we appear to women. We just want that on a, a such a low level because we, that's why people look at pimps with such right. admiration. admiration. No, they don't. Let me. Virtue signaling. Maybe for Fucking me. finish. People, women, of Men. course, women don't look at. But if you looked at what they do, minus what you think they do, which is beat a bitch to death and all that, the the idea of being able to talk a woman into selling pussy and all the proceeds from her pussy (laughs) come to me willingly, that's some motherfucking shit. Yeah. That's what all men go. 
See, when what about people, when a woman can do that? When pe- you can, you know what? You go, can I have something to eat? Here's my pussy. And <laughs> I'm going to imply that you <laughs> will get hungry. some. I am pipping you with my vagina, which right. makes it so much more powerful for me to talk you out of the most important thing in this situation. That's exactly right. Right. That's a, demonstra- a demonstration of charisma, right? It's a demonstration of charisma. The guy is demonstrating, right? He's demonstrating that he is able to convince a girl to, to, to compromise herself, basically, for him. And this is why players are so respected. Guys that can, you know, sleep with a girl within 20 minutes of meeting her. He can talk a girl into bedroom fun without a date, without, like, just with his words, right? Just with the promise of a future to come. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. That's called having game, right? That's called having charisma. That's what it is. Oh, but I think that you... Oh. Here we go. What, <laughs> what happened, baby? What's going on? She just was asking. She just said, oh, she fainted and shit. I had a smoke in the chair. All those years of knowledge, exploded. I mean, the analogies that you're using, they're, you know, it's boggling so, my mind. But it's just so, it just shows your, your lower level of standing <laughs> with that. But I think some men actually do want somebody that can have a conversation with, that yeah. they can intellectually understand. Who we we do want that, of course, but I wouldn't choose a good conversation over an eighteen to twenty three year old girl. I wouldn't. If I had a choice between a fifty five year old woman, who's amazing conversation, as my as my wife, and an eighteen to twenty three year old ditz, you you know who I'm choosing every time, and it's not because I'm shallow. Well. In a way, it actually is. Because the 18 to 23-year-old, why am I making that choice? I'm making it because that's male nature. Men want to have children. A 55-year-old woman isn't going to be able to have my children. Now, if she's 35 and has two children from a previous guy, I also don't want to marry that. And why? Because she is given the greatest honor that a girl can give another... uh, a man, to another man. I want the greatest honor for myself. I don't want some other guy to have it. I want that. And this is why Kevin Samuels said it best. What can you give this man that you've never given another man? And it's very important to think about. What can you give this man that you've never given another? And if the answer is nothing, well, I'm afraid you don't make a very convincing argument as to why the guy should be with you. Is their mind. But it's you know, after and the I sex. Hope, and right. I hope, and I, it is maybe that's true. But no, it's absolutely true. No, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you what men do. Let me tell you what men love. Let me tell you what man love is. Let me tell you what man love is. Man love is this. Oh my gosh. We, I'm serious. We make a decision on Many women that are in our life, we decide that you're the one that I'm going to make sure is okay. I'm like, you know what? Out of all these women, you're the one that I want to make sure you have everything you need. Are you hungry? 
I'm going to get you food. Are you thirsty? I'm going to get you water. Are you cold? That is what love is to us. Our, love is not, even when we go coochie-coo, it's what we think you want. We, we're thinking you need that. Because what we do, you are, we're the provider. We just want to make sure you are good. And that's... That's right. That's accurate. It's protection. It's provisioning. That's the absolutely right. Absolutely right. And by extension, the, the children you have together as well. That's the choice. That's the choice. We're not choice. looking for love. Because, I mean, I tell my girl all the time, you know, look, it hurts her feelings. She goes, why? Why are you? Like, if we discuss me cheating, right? And I say, I don't cheat on you. And she goes, well, why don't you? I go, well, because it'll hurt your feelings. And she goes, is that it? Yeah. I go, well, what the fuck that. else should they be? <laughs> what kind of girl do you? I don't know them kind of girls. What what else? You you know them, and you're one of them. We're going to talk. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and, and it's like women want something else other than what we can give you. I love you, and that's all I fucking got for you. You understand what I'm saying? That's all I got. I don't got extra shit. I don't got a reason behind it. I don't got our love is taking care of you. And you want more. You want our love to be like your love, but our love is not like your love. But then that's absolutely true. And actually, um, women have a lot of trouble understanding opinions uh, or perspectives that are not their own. That's called solipsism. So a girl is going to think by default that the way that you think is the way she thinks. The way that you reason is the way she reasons. And by extension, the way she reasons is the way the whole world and everyone reasons. If she comes to a conclusion, she assumes that that's how everyone thinks. Of course, that solipsism is why they believe that men can love the same way as women. And they can't. They don't. In fact, and there's more, guys, and this is the, a huge revelation as well. The revelation is the following. Men are the romantics and women are the pragmatists in relationships. Uh, men put the, the this ideal love onto girls right and and um you know attach it to them and say that, that this is how you are and this is how you should be but it, uh, that's not what women are like actually women are pragmatic is he tall is he strong is he fit what's he doing for me what lifestyle does he provide what can i get out of this that's what women are like in relationships but they try to convince you right that they're the romantics right but they're really really not guys they're really not and some of the ones who say that they love you, they want you guys to be like co or whatever, and they want to feel like you got their back and I got your back. Well, if that's the case, if all they want to do is take care of you, then how come aren't all of them running out taking care of us? Because well, you're assholes like you, nigga. Well, that's right. Why aren't men just going out and taking care of girls? Because girls aren't worth that, right? There's so many girls that have demonstrated through their own behavior that they're not worth a relationship. Every day, you need to convince your man that he should be in a relationship with you. And if you can't do that, then he is going to drop you. He's not going to marry you. Why should he be with a girl that's not convincing? Why should he be with a girl that doesn't want to work every day to please him, to do things that make him happy? Why should he want to be with that? He doesn't. And I don't mean all the loser men out there that you're not interested in, in your opinion, the losers, because obviously they're not. And the re yeah, the five percenters, the guys that you, the only guys you're interested in, they're a little different. 
I love you. Well, I I must say, um, Patrice does hit a, uh, on an important point because I think <laughs> oh, women. So I think like what we do that? have two very different value systems in and around love, and I say that's right. Men are romantics and women are pragmatic. Okay, on to the Reddit post. This is from Relationship Advice, posted 18 hours ago. My wife hit me in the face in front of the kids. She's 33, he's 34. I've been with my wife for eight years. We have two kids together, ages six and five. My wife has gotten physical with me a few times. It's not an occasional thing, but she's punched me or slapped me. I've never hit her back. I've shoved her when she was hitting me. This doesn't occur often, but has happened. The other day, we were arguing about something and it got pretty heated. I left the room to calm down and walked into the living room and she followed me in. I raised my voice at her and she punched me in the side of the head. My two children were sitting on the couch a few feet away during this experience. My youngest doesn't seem to really acknowledge what happened. My oldest late at night gave the side of my head a kiss and asked me why my mommy hurt me and wanted to play doctor to fix it up even though there's no physical mark. I love my wife, but in front of my children is the final straw. I brought this up to my wife and told her I was highly considering divorce and she began bawling and promising it wouldn't happen again and even offered for us to go into marriage counseling. My oldest is stuck to my hip and keeping the distance from my wife. My wife had never hurt our children, but I hate to see my child fearful. I grew up in a bad household and wanted better for my children. I'm not sure if I should believe my wife and agree to marriage counseling. Advice? You see, guys? Now, other way around, there'd be something different happening, like a metal box. Top comment. There's a crisis counselor that commented and that says to prioritize the children's safety. Uh, commenting here to say, depending on where you live, engaging in physical domestic violence in front of the kids can lead to child services getting involved and sometimes removing the children from your care. If it's proven that you fail to remove them from the situation, witnessing this leads to trauma and long-lasting mental health problems. Please do what's best for your kids and yourself. It's never appropriate, especially in front of children. And this is where we're going to end the episode, guys. I'm sorry it ended on such a sad note. Hit that like, hit the subscribe, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash theheadiestblog. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M. Just click more under the video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. I appreciate it. And I'll see you next time.